when I was on acid the other night, we watched the last episode, and the last episode, she dead the whole episode, and they're moving her body around the country, thinking she's going to come back like Christ. So I was just tripping, trying not to let Amanda know I was tripping, while I watched people play with a dead body for an hour. She said three different times during the episode, she turned around, and I was just like this. Dude, my buddy Donovan got offered a job to fucking do autopsies. I was like, well, you got to take that job. He's like, dude, it's the best job offer I've ever gotten. He goes, it starts at $95,000. He's like, the first three years, all you do is set up instruments. And if somebody like fumbles a heart, you have to catch it. And then fucking you're on call for three straight days. You never do more. You very rarely do more than one autopsy a day. And then the rest of the week you're off. You're on call for 72 hours and then you're off for four days. That sounds fucking amazing. Like as far as a job goes. Yeah. What's good, Mike? Oh, I started rolling um, once Zach was talking about tripping on the couch. Good. All right. So the show's going. We're, t- we're doing a show. I can I can hit the intro whenever you want. Well, I, all right. Like I can make the intro end whenever Let's you want. It's the cold open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put, hit the intro now. And here's our show. Yeah. What's up, goons? This is Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Christian Brooklyn, joined as always by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Get Stal- your cream, I'm, get your cream soda down. I'm feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Yeah. You, we have a guest, which is rare for this show, but Zach Amico is in the building. I don't think of myself as a guest. I think it's a, a friend. Yeah, that's true. That is true. We're just hanging out. We by the way, Mike, cream soda, great choice. Underrated choice. Thank you, Zach. One of the great sodas. I agree. I think, yeah, I think it is a good soda. I'm more of a root beer man myself. Yeah, but still, highly underrated. I think the root beer, birch beer, cream soda. That trio? The wing, highly underrated. True. And Doesn't get enough love. I also like an orange cream soda. Oh, Fago's new flavor is creamsicle. Really? Yeah, I always like the Stewart's creamsicle flavor. Very- so I'm very excited to try it. Nobody sent it to me yet, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, but the new Fago's creamsicle, and I'm dying to try it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so we were talking about that uh, this cult show. So wait. I believe it's called Love Is All or something mm-hmm. like that. Mike, if you want to Google it, it's this cult, and it's this crazy lady who uh, is convinced that uh, she calls them the Galactics, that all these dead celebrities are vessels to another world. So uh, I think her top ones are like Robin Williams, uh, St. Germain, and like three other people, but then she keeps adding people to Dan it. Dan St. Germain? No, just the Saint Germain. There's a Saint. There's a biblical Saint. It's Germain Dupre. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. And uh, but she and we keeps... kill these old ladies like every. Yeah, day. but like Michael Jackson's on. It's like all these okay. like all these. Uh... But my favorite is Galactic all does sound like dead a people and people. Trump. <laughs> and she's got this cult, and they live streamed everything for years. And she gets sicker and sicker. So no one in the cult was allowed to have alcohol except her because mm-hmm. it was medicine. And she would black out and pass out. And they said she was communicating with the Galactics. And so she gets sick and they start feeding her colloidal silver. I don't know what that is. It's silver. Just regular silver. And she's drinking like half pint bottles of it. So as she's dying, she's turning blue. By the time she dies... So she's like that blueberry bitch from... She looks like the Tin Man. That's so funny. She's fully silver, 
and like 95 pounds and can't move. Dude, that's like a plot of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So then this bitch drops dead and they won't tell anybody because they think she's going to rise again. So they keep her body and keep moving it and do like tests on it to see if she's going to wake up. Jesus. And it, the whole thing is fucking, Whoa. yeah, there she is. Yeah, she's she's drinking silver. I wouldn't think that would do that to you. Well, fucking news to me too, buddy. Silver's very good for like burns and stuff. It yeah, well, it ain't good to drink. Yep, yeah, apparently not. And apparently she's just getting, everyone in the cult is stoned out of their mind all the time. She goes through three or four husbands in the cult, and they're all father God. Do they die? No. They just hang out while another dude takes over, and they take on a new title. Damn. So, like, one is, like, Father Multiverse or whatever. Like, they all take on new titles, and then a new dude with a bigger dick will show up and be the new Father God. Really? Aren't two of them roommates now? Yes. Two of them live together and have a show. There's also, you know, there's one guy that survived the Heaven's Gate thing that has a YouTube channel that's mm-hmm. the weirdest fuck. I think I said that to you a while ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the weirdest fucking YouTube. I want him to start hanging out with, like, these guys and fucking, uh, uh, what's the guy who shot Reagan? Oh. I really, I can't remember his I name. I can't, we were obsessed with him. Isn't it Hinckley? Yeah, 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 John Hinckley. John Hinckley. Yeah, me and Zach were we just texting to... each other about John Hinckley. We were trying to get him on the, because he was touring, we were trying to get him on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, fucking, I, I want to I talk, we got to talk about some other stuff. I like always talk about this dumb shit in the beginning of this show. Uh, this show started as like a, 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 a vent for me being a neurotic, psychotic person. Uh, so I unleashed a new uh, fucking fear of death t- this week. Congratulations. So, as you know, my uncle's been very sick. Mm-hmm. You know that he lived in a hoarder apartment and mm-hmm. it was very gross. Uh, so I went in there. Uh, we, we, we pulled the plug on him yesterday. That was, I'm going to throw this out there. Very creepy. I know you you are open to creepy shit. Fucking, his wife died three years to the day of when mm-hmm. we pulled the fucking plug out of him. And they fucking yanked this cord out of him, and the fucking lights flickered. About an hour later, I go get in the elevator. The fucking door goes to close. I hear, ding, the door opens. No one's there. That's not the fear. I just was like, that's fucking creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. And then I go to his house to get, like, I'm trying to find his, like, any of his financial papers so we can figure out how to pay for this funeral. I'm starting to count it up. And again, this is the most disgu- – I'm talking about there was uh, – uh, uh, I found a safe deposit box in a uh, jewelry box that was – I'm going to throw this out there. Half an inch high covered in cockroach feces. Mm-hmm. This is how disgusting this is. And then I found all of his financial papers. And going through it, this man is worth $400,000. Mm-hmm. And he's living like this. This mm-hmm. is my new now – my old fear was my mom was homeless when she died. I will be homeless when I die. My new fear is – the worst possible home, and I'm scared to spend my money. Yes. That is my new fucking You said fear. he had bags of duty, right? He had one bag of duty, I found. And then also, for some reason, very expensive imported Parmesan cheese was the only nice thing <laughs> in the apartment. It's so fucking funny. By the way, that is the most Chris Fager thing I've ever heard. He, that's my Irish side. Really? Yeah. But I, would I love that that's what he, that's what he clung to yeah. for luxury was just like, what am I, what am I going to do? Fucking get Parmesan from craft in a fucking plastic jar like yeah, a limo? Yeah, what am I using the fucking plastic jar like a fucking... <laughs> I like how he like... Like a plebe? He, he found it. He still considered himself a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> he was a duty and a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. 
I really shouldn't be making fun of this, but I'm going to. Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I don't think the family listens to the show. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, one less now does. That's true. Hey, if you're listening, you're family. That's true. That is true, Mike. Like Olive Garden. Yeah. 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 If you're listening. If send, you're listening, my send... mom works with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is your mom still working at Olive Garden? Hell yeah, dude. Fucking going hard, baby. That's wild. We had Olive Garden lasagna for last Christmas. In Seacogs. My mom passed three real Italian restaurants. Well, she gets a discount at Olive Garden, right? Not the one you would think. Dude, like 20%. Way not enough to justify us eating this garbage. (laughs) And I thought my whole childhood, she got like 50% off because we always ate Olive Garden. I was like, oh, she must be getting this on the cheap. Can you imagine paying real money to bring spaghetti home? Yeah, that's crazy. Just like steal a thing of sauce. Just, well, just buy sauce and then make spaghetti. Makes I mean, it's what? Yeah. Also, other, she's an Italian woman. No, she's not. My mom's German. Oh, okay. Dad, the dad sides that. But once again, no f- good food on that side. I was talking about this the other day. We were talking about Italian Thanksgiving has mm-hmm. the multiple courses. Why are you all so big? I don't know. No, because it's all processed garbage. Oh, yeah. Okay. I would come home from school. My mom would feed me Fritos and bean dip. Ew, that's like a sad Frito pie. Yes. And a Frito pie is a sad Frito pie. Yes. Uh, my Italian side, all the Catholic, none of the food. Oh, my God. That's the worst Italian thing I've ever heard in my life. I've never had Italian food. My, my Italian side does not make food. They don't make food? They don't. I've never had Italian food with my Italian side. That's fucking crazy to me. They make like regular like 1950s white people food. No Italian food. So jello salads and such? Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking, because we went to Christmas for my mom's last year. She served us Olive Garden lasagna with breadsticks and salad. What up? And she goes to my wife, she looks at my wife, she goes, it's the first time I've turned the oven on in two years. My wife's like, what? She goes, I use it for storage. Is she storing like pots and pans? In yeah. There? Okay. It'd be, at least that's, people do that. At least it's not like hats. But two years, you haven't turned your oven on? That's pretty crazy. That's pretty wild, dude. Yeah. Like, I have a convection oven beyond my regular oven, and I still turn my oven on a couple times a year for, like, a big roast. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's fucking weird to not. Why do you not want to make food, lady? Oh, I guess she works at Olive Garden. Yeah. So she just eats Olive Garden all day. I don't know. Well, she goes to... Uh, it's unlimited. My grandma, my aunt, my uncle all live together. So she was going there for dinner, but now my grandma's sick, so I don't know what the fuck she eats. I'm sure she just orders fucking Chinese food. I, I have no fucking, I have what, no right, concept. This, this is actually, so does your family still like order chow mein instead of like the newer, better Chinese foods like General So's chicken? No, what a Chinese food order was always, I'm, I'm trying to think. It was never, I introduced fried rice to my family in college. Really? They had never had it before. I can't remember what we used to, ha- we had to get whatever the easiest things were. Chicken with vegetables. Yeah. And then, uh, so the way my family's meals worked, because I was always jealous of the opening credits of Roseanne, where all the food was on the table oh, and yeah. you could serve yourself. Yeah, yeah, Because what my, my mom would put, even if we got pizza, the pizza goes in another spot, and if you want another slice, you have to ask. Yes, it's a whole, it's a control thing. But Chinese food stays in the other, in the... Uh, by, by the way, you know that the Roseanne thing is just how most people eat, Zach. I'm aware. That is how 90% of... Fa- Mike, y- your family is like fucking Irish folk. They just put food on the table, correct? 
No, it was typically like on the stove, but it was like a serve yourself kind yeah, of. No, no, no. My mom the was the only room. person that was allowed to serve, and you had to wait until everyone was done to would ask she, for something else. What would the- she always say, "You got served"? <laughs> and then she would fucking. It was the only time she had rhythm. She would just fucking <laughs> step dance at you. It was like that, but instead, Zach, we gotta make a fucking mess. Uh, oh, she was just crazy that you were gonna fuck something up. Yeah, my, that's how my grandmother was. Like I remember, there was a Genesis sitting in a box in my house. For six months. And she was like, you're going to break the TV. Wait till your Uncle Alan comes over. He knows how to do electric shit. Yeah, mine was, uh, let me fix it for you. You're going to make it. Literally, if you wanted a glass of water at my mom and my grandma's house, they would go, let me fix it for you. You're going to make a mess. And so Chinese food would all go, and my mom would serve you. But the way Chinese food always worked was, like, four or five of the most regular things. My dad would get mad about how much it cost. I remember one time him yelling, $40 for fucking chink food? Uh, and then... That was yesterday. Yeah. And then they would serve us all, and then my grandma would go, Oh, look at all this. It's a smorgasbord. Because <laughs> we would have a little of everything. Oh, that's fucking great. Uh, that's the best, though. When you, get, when you have a bunch of people, and you can order a ton of Chinese food and just eat a little bit of everything. I wouldn't eat those five things, but, you know, you get a little something What's else. your Chinese order? I've been doing boneless spare ribs... And uh, like mushu pork recently, and then I'll get like some egg rolls. That's kind of my fucking jam. I do egg rolls, obviously. Yeah. Dumplings. Uh-huh. Have you noticed that egg rolls are smaller everywhere now? Yes. Like half the size they used were. Used to be huge. Yeah, I gotta find a good big egg roll place, cause I love a good fucking big egg roll. Have been fucking lately with, uh, pork and mushroom. I could fuck with that. I don't. Sometimes those I don't like those like little. The little mushrooms? Yeah, sometimes they gross me out, but sometimes I'm fine with them. Fucking our pork and mushroom, and then, like, I've just been picking random shit off, like, the chef special. Oh, like a dragon and phoenix? Yeah. Uh, my Yeah, my girlfriend is always trying to order, like, let's get this shrimp almond ding. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? Just fried chicken. Let's go. <laughs> like, Because I'm always like, if the shrimp is gross, we're going to be pissed. I mean, I think the safest thing is always just chicken and broccoli. Yeah. I'll do beef and broccoli pretty often if I'm if it's just me. But lately, I've been a shrimp guy with Chinese food. Really, and it's or you found a place which reliably the shrimp is. Good. I found a place where the shrimp fried rice is reliably good. Yeah, so once you find that, like I'll always get um, shrimp with egg sauce over wide noodles when I go to the place I like in mm-hmm. Chinatown. I either like shrimp, uh, shrimp or house special fried rice or lo mein is usually my go. Oh yeah, I like a good Singapore made fun. Which is basically the house special, but curried up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I fucking fuck with that. All right, we gotta do. We gotta stop talking about Chinese food. I think. Mike, were you gonna add something? To I the was Chinese gonna. Conversation? I was gonna ask if you guys growing up <clears throat> had like the dollar chicken dollar rice spots, where you could call them and just be like, "Yo, can I get an order of dollar chicken dollar rice?" And you would show up, and they would put like one little scoop of chicken on like a scoop of rice. No, but you used to be able to go into any Chinese restaurant and get one chicken wing for fifty cents in New York City. Bows. Like Fry you, that shit hard. You could literally get. I was. I remember being like eight years old and getting one chicken wing for fifty cents. Sick. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna hold you up anymore. All right. Were you gonna add something? What's your What's your go to condiments? I'm a hot mustard guy. I still fuck with the hot mustard. Hot People mustard. Hot, hot sauce. Mustard. Love hot mustard. Love it. I I put it on fucking all of the sweet things. You know I, what I mean? I cover my egg roll in it, and I put it on my dumplings. That, I don't go that far. I like a good dumpling sauce. I, I like the add, hot, I sauce. hot sauce. I like hot sauce or hot mustard on my dumplings. I'm going to throw this out there. This is what I was doing. Fucking uh, ultimate hangover food. 
order of pork fried dumplings. I cut them all in half. Mm-hmm. Then I put uh, I get extra dumpling sauce. Put both dumpling sauces in. Then just sriracha over the whole thing. Put it back in the thing. Shake it up, and then I eat it like that. That is my fucking hangover go-to. I support that. Yeah, it's fucking solid. All right, uh, all right. Let's move on, Mike. Up, oh, he's gone. We usually have a drop for this. Now we got to talk about something. He's fucking completely gone. I had all this fucking stuff to talk about. It's all right, man. He's trying his best. He's got a lot. He's juggling a lot. I just say something. You can. He can literally push a button and just talk to me and be like, "Hey, I'm just talking to you. I'll, I'm going to leave the room for a second. Keep talking about Chinese food." And he just like left because fucking Natalie walked in, which is kind of creepy to me. Natalie looking good though. Yeah, she's all right. Le- leather jacket, Natalie. I oh, like shit, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking future. She was futuristic. <laughs> <laughs> In a, like, in a future she, where gender no longer exists. She's just, yeah, she's as futuristic as her sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, do we have a caller? Who's calling? Are we live? We're not live. He just called the number, and I answered and said, Notes of a Goon, and he said, No way! You guys are really live right now? All right, put, put him through. Put him on. Hold on, I'm gonna transfer you. Give me one second, man. I feel like I'm getting pranked by Mike, and he's be- he's not gonna know how to transfer the call, and this prank is gonna backfire. <laughs> you suck. You hung up on him. You suck. <laughs> Definitely hung up are on you, him. Are you hitting star six nine right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ralph is gonna be so mad when he gets the phone bill. He's at star six nine feet. You think Ralph checks the phone bill for where? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think Ralph checks the phone bill for. Did did stupid Mike star six nine at call <laughs> He's taking that he's taking that sixty nine cents out of your fucking salary. Uh jokes on him. I only made sixty this week. That's great. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about something else. Um, fucking. Thank you. Uh, we actually do have an ask the goon while you try to get that caller back. Uh, somebody mail emailed us at askthegoon at gmail Had a question. And it was actually a follow-up to an old email that we had. Let me get it up here. And uh, this gentleman says he's got a new job. But he goes, hey, Chris and Mike, I wrote you a couple of years ago asking about a girl advice. I took your advice, and it turned out well. Now, I don't remember what we told him to do, but something tells me it shouldn't have worked out well, and you should probably run away from that woman. Um, <clears throat> thank you. So, I got, so now I have a new question. I recently got a new job as an eighth-grade t- English teacher. Uh-oh. I was wondering if there is any advice you have on what I could do to establish dominance in the classroom and control the students. At the same time, I also want to be cool and liked by the students. Any guidance would be appreciated. Also, any advice about teaching children would be awesome. All right, so if you're a pretty blonde lady and they're all black, turn the chair around mm-hmm. and sit in it. I think that's the first thing. Right? My so- advice would be to write hip-hop lyrics on the board and explain how it's just poetry. That also seems to work. And then uh, keep saying, how do I reach these kids? Yeah. Teach them calculus. Then you, you, what you should do is go to their drug dealer's house and beat that guy up. This is all the things I've learned from Channel 11 movies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, bring a baseball bat and slam it on your desk really hard oh, yeah, that's when you one. need their attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I think those are good. Mike, do you have any advice for this? Uh, do you, are you have the caller back? Jesus Christ, Mike. This is a comedy of errors. And by errors, I mean excellent retards. It's ERs. 
All right, so we're still to all right. So what else? What else do you think? So he wants to be cool, also. So I think the hip hop lyrics thing works. Yeah, possibly. Or, but I think also like the new hip hop does not work with. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, and they're gonna think he's an old head when he brings out like good lyrics or Tupac or yeah, like Wu Tang or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then puts it in a what was it iambic pentameter or some yeah. shit. Um, I think really like if you want to honestly just scream at a kid really loud first. Mm-hmm. Right, like just like quickly. I think you're, you're like slam something, but then also, I had this fucking teacher in high school who failed me twice, and he was a fucking dick. But anytime he wasn't my teacher, he would just stop me in the hallway to talk about DC Comics. It was fucking weird. Do we have a caller? Uh, so this guy uh-huh. uh, is so drunk, he's watching uh, rap episode 1072 from like. Two weeks ago, uh-huh. and that at one point they said to call in, so he just called now. He wait, a <laughs> wait, I'm here. Yeah, Zach's here. <laughs> tell him, tell him it's on delay. <laughs> you be Lewis, <laughs> doggy. Yeah, can we put him on. Put him. Say you're live on Real Life Podcast, dude. He's too drunk. No, no put him on. No, he's not. He literally he not. hung up already. He told me he was uh, too drunk. You want me to call him back again? No, 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 no. dude. It would be I so know. funny. <laughs> All right, before you call him back again. <laughs> you got to call and say, hey, you're live on The Realist Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have any advice for this guy who emailed in, Mike? Yeah, I do, actually. I had the he's, – he's an eighth-grade English teacher, correct? Uh-huh. That's literally the coolest teacher I had in my entire run through, like, high school, middle school, what anything. What taste like? Um, I don't know, Chris, because it wasn't that kind of relationship. He was just a, he was just a, a kindly older mentor uh, for us young kids. Um, that's, that's literally how everybody describes their molester. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, me- mentor my asshole. Part. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what do you like? Here's the thing. Basically, uh, just try to act like you're like a character from The Sopranos. Wait, is your eighth grade English teacher the one that made you want to be a slam poet? No. Not Are you know. sure? I'm positive. Did you know that Mike's dream growing oh, up was Christ. to be slam poet? I didn't know. It was that. one of many. I made dreams. him write slam poetry for the show. <laughs> It's actually fantastic. It's great. I also made him write uh, several submissions to be a syndicated columnist. Oh, good. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Well, you needed five. I sent it in. I never heard back. I Well, you know, shocking. At least we, we heard back from the David Prize for my pitch on the Foot Clan lair under a Waffle House. Some of my best work. Um, but the... Uh, no, so the what, what I really like... All right, eighth grade, I was young enough and impressionable enough where a guy who's essentially just doing like an old mobster character was like, oh, that guy's got fucking gravitas. Like, I remember there was one point he walked in, like, uh-huh. when before class started, and me and my buddy Kevin Caldwell were fist fighting each other in the classroom. He walks in, he goes, oh, I'm going to walk out of here, and when I come back in, none of this is going to be happening. And that guy is pretty cool. That's how you do that. Dude, a hundred percent. By the time he literally walked out and... Five seconds later, everybody was in their seat. That is chilling. exactly what this person asked for. That is a way yeah. you establish dominance, but also come off cool. Yeah. yeah. Like my my uh wrestling coach slash gym teacher, one time when there was about to be a fight, he, he did the ultimate move, which was lock the two guys in the wrestling room. Oh, really? And go, I don't want to know what happened in here and let them fight it out. Ooh, that is yeah, old badass. school shit. Yeah. yeah, I think there was somebody in there to break it up if it got bad. He said, "Now you can't leave." <laughs> he said, "You're gonna do this not in front of everybody." And I think there was like somebody, like a big guy in there, to like okay. if somebody starts killing the other guy, break it up. Jesus, <laughs> we had a wrestling coach do the exact opposite. He was like, All right. "Fuck the kids." <laughs> 
So the opposite. It's the opposite to me. He unlocked the door and let the rapist in. Yeah. Um, no, he said, uh, he said, oh yeah, the, you two boys are definitely going to fight, but I don't want it done on school grounds. So he just had them leave in Wait, separate drove, cars. Oh, he, in separate cars. Yeah. Like, like I one, he drove them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like he drove them to a field. Uh, no, it was like, uh, it was like two of the seniors. It was two, uh, sophomores who were beeping. That's beeping. how Jitsu was invented. So <laughs> Yeah. Two of the seniors on the team were like, yeah, you guys are like, you get my car, you get in this car and just drove to a field. Um, and like guys were jumping in trucks, in trunks because they wanted to see this fight so bad. Yeah, that was the same uh, wrestling coach who. So I got in trouble because I fought a kid and he claimed I used wrestling to beat him. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had I, was, I was in a fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, he sure. was a baseball player and uh, he dislocated his knee in the fight. I don't know how he did it. Must, somebody must have picked him up and threw him <laughs> on the ground really hard <laughs> on his knee. <laughs> and they kicked him in the head and spit on him. I don't know. And uh, so I didn't get in trouble because it wasn't in school. But then uh, I guess his dad called and said that I had used wrestling moves and that I should be kicked off the wrestling team. So my coach like took me for a walk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I heard you. And to I be was... fair, if, to anybody listening, that is the worst punishment for Zach. Yes, it was a terrible punishment. <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, listen, you know, uh, I heard you beat, I don't know his name, and uh, you, you you did a, a duck under, and then you lifted him by the waist and you broke his knee. You can't be using wrestling moves in real life. And I went, I get it. He goes, now between me and you, you should have broke his fucking neck. That little faggot's a prick. <laughs> that stays between us from now on. Wrestling in the wrestling room only. I'm like, you got to coach. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. It's also great that you didn't. Oh, call that guy back. Okay, I'll get on that. <laughs> I like the, that'll stay between us for 20 years yeah. <laughs> until what? someone puts that a guy's probably in front dead. of my face. Yeah, shout out Jim Barnaber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I talk about old teachers all the time, and I just say their fucking names because I assume Dude, that coach dead. ruled. That was the same coach that we would get out of practice, I think, probably at like 5.30. He would be parked at the Plank Road in the bar in Sea Caucus before we even got out of practice. We don't know. He, like, teleported. Really? To the bar the second we were done. But he was also – I've told you the prank we used to do, right? No. So Mr. Barnaby, after practice, would shower and then sit in the coach's room naked reading the paper. So every year, the, all the freshmen, you would go, hey, Mr. B needs to see you in his office after practice. He wants to have a talk with you. And you would walk into just a naked man reading the paper. And he would go, hey, what's going on? Just balls out. And then we decided that was cruel to him. So I invented the new initiation, which is so we had one of those old scales where it had, like, the pole, and then the number was at your waist. Okay. And so uh, people would always weigh in, but uh, I would say, look up and ask, go, hey, listen, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to take a deep breath in. Can you read the scale for me? And then I would put my dick and balls on the numbers and bring a friend, hey, could you read the scale for me? And it would just be my balls on the numbers. Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, I, like... It wasn't it a better time when you could just be 
Oh, back when men were men and sheep yeah. were nervous? Yeah, 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 exactly. It was fucking, it was a strange fucking situation. Like, it was just. We weren't you, hurting anybody, but the the guys before me used to give you a wedgie until they ripped your underwear off. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I remember talking. I'd ra- much rather see my balls than have three giant dudes rip my underwear up my asshole. Okay. Do we have, Doggy, do we have a caller? Harrington. Caller? Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? You're live on the Real Ass Podcast. <coughs> Lewis, Lewis? What's up, doggy? <clears throat> Sorry. You have to say words. Hey, man, you're on the Real Ass Podcast. What's up, dude? Uh, Shannon? Shannon? No, Sh- Shannon's, <coughs> Shannon's not here. Harrington's filling in. Yeah, Shannon's sick. Harrington's filling yeah. in. He's got nicer tits. I'm watching right. I'm watching. Right. Are you vomiting? Well, this got sad and weird. Hang up. Well, we got to talk about our friends over at YoDelta.com. Yo Delta is the Yo Delta is the Delta Eight home of the gas digital network. YoDelta.com for high-quality Delta 8 vapes and gummies. You go to YoDelta.com, use the promo code GAS, you will get 25% off your order. Zach, you love YoDelta.com, correct? I love it, and you guys know what Delta 8 is. It's something found in hemp that can be legally shipped to most states, and most importantly, it gets you really, really high. YoDelta has a great mix of gummies and vapes for all your getting stone needs, but let me tell you from personal experience, Delta 8 works, and these products need to be taken responsibly. So go to YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS, and you will get 25% off your order. That's YoDelta.com. The promo code is GAS. Moving on. All right, we got to talk about Damn, this. we're good. Yeah, we're fucking great at re- fucking reads and fucking fucking with weirdos. That was so weird. Yeah. Did he puke because he was puking, and he puked because he was nervous? I think he was pretending to puke because he was trying to be funny. Oh, really? Which I think is worse. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> what a fucking dozer. What a weird thing to do to just call the studio, talk to Harrington, and then hang up because you were nervous. It's a strange thing to do. Um, but yeah, let's talk about fucking. Did you see um, Daily Wire's making these movies? And I like to shit on. Them. I should. Was that goofy fucking stupid movie with Jim Caviezel that your dad liked, Mike? You know the movie I'm talking That's about. That's Jesus, right? Yeah, he was Jesus. The uh, the the rescuers down under or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it was a human trafficking movie. Okay, it's down under the equator. The rescuers uh, down under isn't that a mouse? That was, That's that mice. Was, yeah, it was mice. There was the okay. rescuers, and then the rescuers down under was the sequel. Okay, oh. doesn't one of those have a topless lady? If you pause it, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those uh, yeah. Disney Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. Also, somebody pointed out. Some I saw this on fucking. Uh, Instagram, while we're talking about Easter eggs. And remember that Ja Rule movie uh, video uh, where it was him and that fat chick? It was a Put It On Me. Okay. And then he goes to jail. The first thing you see in the jail is a guy jerking off in his cell under his pants. Oh, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. They snuck that into fucking, essentially, children's television in the fucking 90s. Uh, no. Oh, yeah this, is, yeah, this is the rescuers down there. Oh, yeah, that's the topless lady. Mm-hmm. Huh. Looks like an advent calendar of titties. <laughs> um... But so the Daily Wire is making movies. I like to shit on them. Uh, fucking that movie. Real quick before we do it. Uh-huh. Amazing idea. Can't be merch because it's illegal. Advent calendar uh-huh. with a different pill behind Ooh. every every day, and it's random. It's so, and you have to eat it. 
Yeah, whatever it is, you got to pop it in the morning. I'll be honest, this is a good bit. Add it 25 after days. Dry, after dry, January, we do this bit? Yeah. Harrington, Harrington makes the advent calendars? Bro, it's not even December yet. We could actually just start our advent calendars of drugs tomorrow. I got to uh, bury my uncle. All right, fine. Dry February it is. February. Yeah, it's a love month. Blackout yeah. history month? Yes, Mike. That was quick. Fucking, we need a drop for when you fucking get one like that. Great job, buddy. Yeah. Um. Fucking, but yeah, so uh, they make these movies that are, t- you know, stupid looking. Yeah, yeah. Then they made this movie. They're uh, essentially lifetime movies, but like conservative. Yeah, but now they made, they made a comedy that's like a wacky comedy. Okay. That, first of all, has been the premise of various different movies. Yeah. So, so it's a wacky comedy without the W. It, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this is a uh, movie about trans athletes that is a comedy that is also, it is the plot of Joanna Man meets The Ringer. Okay. With Johnny Knoxville, yeah. essentially. Can you, you have that trailer for me, Mike? In a world where women's sports is being transformed, the Daily Wire calls foul with the most triggering comedy of the year. Low rent bill hater. Guys, this is serious. Sports can be your pathway to a better life. Well, like yours? (laughs) Please don't steal my catalytic converter again. Winning matters. It's the key ingredient in becoming a winner. Maybe you should try it sometime. That's Are a pretty hot, tall Asian lady. I am not. Let's cut to the chase. I know you're not a woman. Hey, you don't know how he identifies. If you can beat them. What do you know about the U.S. Opens for the Global Games? You want us to compete as women. $5,000 prizes. My lover says you were a great coach back in the day. Join them. This is the way the world is now. My eight-year-old daughter told me all about it. So a guy can become a girl with no physical change. Pause it right here real quick. Oh, that's called gender flip. So... What what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say about this is I like the self awareness of it to have them be ignorant and the little kid has to explain this to them. Yes, and the whole like the most triggering they know it's they're doing nineties they're doing Porky's this is Porky's yes like, you know what I mean like you're doing the whole old school thing it's super lame like it's a step behind comedian with the parental advisory sticker over their mouth <sighs> step behind. I think it's an equal. I think it's on par. Equal? Yeah, you're you're right. You know, because these jokes are all like a few years old. It, yeah, it would be like if our friends went on tour and called it the Offend Everyone Tour. Yeah, it would be like if two of our friends did that. I hope that never happens. Yuck. Go ahead. So I can be a woman on the court and a man in the bedroom. I can't believe it. Nice. You mean when you're sleeping? Yes. Coach. Alex. We, we could play, play basketball. basketball. We'd have to get the whole team back together. It's time. We're in. I'm in. I'm in. To play. It's Lady just ball. about how white guys have to play against women know. to be good at basketball. <laughs> yeah, it's the most unrealistic part of this is a white basketball her. team. Day one of being a girl athlete. <laughs> I love being a girl. To we could dominate every woman's sport. Running, swimming, soccer. I said sport, Felix. 
Hated that. Ladies basketball, boys. Nobody watches. Excuse me. This is their celebrity cameo, is fucking Ted Cruz. Oh, good. <laughs> I know Tyler. He's four foot tall. Yeah, that is true. Oh, they got they got the yeah. Okay. I do like that they did just get a bunch of black guys to be like, I'm a lady. That's the biggest I've ever seen on a lady. That's a solid joke. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. And the name is good. Even be trans age now. This provides Sheila with a wonderful opportunity to relive all the experiences that she missed out on in school. Streaming exclusively on Daily Wire Plus, December first. Daily Wire Plus. I wonder how much they make on that. You know, obviously it sucks, but in a weird way, it's a little funny. Yeah, that one line was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Like, I'm not mad it exists. Look, we got the we got the gas digital children in the other room. Natalie and Jorge, please tell me if you what you thought of this trailer. Yeah. Um, Jorge? I mean, it's I want to watch it. Oh, Jorge is a trans woman. Yeah, I feel like this is a proper representation of it's like a good satire of what I've had to go through and I do think that I, I'll watch it and support, you know? You got to support the other side sometimes and I feel like this is a good avenue to do it. Okay. That's the best review I've ever heard of this movie. I- um, I I kind of feel the way Zach does, which is like, yeah, it's corny, like in a lot of ways, but it also was funny at the right times. Like, yeah, three years ago, that would have been a very funny. Thing. I said in the in the lounge, I said this is just a like a comedy from two thousand and four. Yeah, it looks exactly. So I just like- rewatched White Chicks. Okay, yeah, it's the same movie, and I gotta tell you, it held up. It was really funny. And the Dude, funniest I mean, thing about Terry Crews singing in the cars. The great. funniest thing about White Chick was that even when they're standing next to the girls they're supposed to be, everyone's like, "I can't tell the difference." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is a very funny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they live, if the universe they live in maintains the right in this movie maintains the right balance of funny and ignorant, mm-hmm. I think it could work. It might. That's the thing. It's like what's funny is like it might be decent. They changed Felix's name to Shelix, which was. Yeah, I think that's not bad because it's supposed to be bad. Like they're doing a thing where we're like, we're well, making it's a like dumb um movie. the the so post scary movie. It's one of those like epic mo- like the Zucker com the Zuckerberg comedies or whatever that are what are no the Zucker brothers is yeah, that yeah, what? yeah the it's one of those like it stinks yeah but it's supposed to but it's like a garbage bad movie yeah I think they like. They did offer some other of our friends to be in that movie, and they were all like, no. Oh, I want to know who's so I'm bad. I'm not going to say it on the air. I, I, I mean, I could probably guess. You can probably guess in two guesses and get them both right. <laughs> I don't want to do your movie. <laughs> I, don't I have about, no interest in being I, in I don't know about that. Harvey Firestein is not in that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Really? Okay. I thought that was a great Chris Stanley impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the person we are talking about, the person Zach is talking about who I'm not talking about, is just doing a Chris Stanley impression. <laughs> when he started wearing the sunglasses inside, come on now. Just Chris Stanley with confidence. Moving on. All right. Did you see this Elon Musk clip? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He, 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 goes, he goes blank for a second, right? Yeah, well, he continuously, anytime he's been on Rogan that I've watched it, there's like long pauses of him, I, and I, it feels like he's pretending to 
be. I feel like he's glitching. You think he's just a robot? No, I think he's just extremely autistic. He's definitely autistic. Uh, anybody who names their child a series of numbers to be quirky is a fucking. No, he's super autistic, and he's just trying to figure out how to talk like a person. Oh yeah, he goes. How would they say this? He's doing so. Brain. Like a lot of people that I think are extremely autistic uh-huh. are most of the time once they've tried to uncode themselves. Mm-hmm. If they're uh, successful or they speak publicly, they're doing impressions of people that they've heard speak before. Okay. And they go, oh, that's how a human being speaks. That's how I should speak. So, like, a lot of the times when autistic people come and audition for the movies I work on, I can literally, within five minutes, go, oh, you're doing Jamie Kennedy. You're doing this Uh, person from this movie. No matter what we hand them, because that's the code they've taught themselves to mimic. I so see. I think he's got a few people he's doing. I don't know who they are. Oh, it's like some obscure TED Talk motherfucker. It's videos he's seen, and he's processing the information in the same way when I'm thinking of a joke, my eyes roll in my head like a slot machine mm-hmm. for my autism. Mm-hmm. Him, he's recoding what he wants to say mm-hmm. into the voice of someone who can speak publicly. That's fucking, that's actually a great call. Uh, let's just rewatch the video. Yeah, of Mark, course. You have that video? The one where he's breaking down the advertisers? No, I want to bring up the list of advertisers, but it's just the clip of him being like, go fuck yourself. I believe that is the clip. Okay. Uh, uh, hopefully this is it. it. Hey, Bob. Here in the audience. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> go yourself is that clear uh, i hope it is hey bob here in the audience i think that's uh he's talking about bob Iger from disney right because the list of uh what's the list of companies let me see here i have it here uh apple disney mm-hmm. wapo uh paramount mm-hmm. nbc marvel which is marvel is disney, disney. yeah ibm uh-huh. uh sony pictures CBS, The Colbert Show, which is also CBS, yeah. Comcast, Lionsgate, Warner, and Brothers Discovery. Warner Brothers Discovery. I mean, were those people doing a lot of business with Twitter? If he just gets Lockheed Martin, I'm sure he'll be fine. Seems to be propping up CNN. Yeah, I mean, I would see, to be fair, I would see a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of ads this last month for The move Miss- is Bud Light buying a lot of advertising space on Twitter. Did you see they're unveiling their new sheriff tomorrow? Twitter? No, Bud, Bud Light. Light. What? What? Bud Light has a new sheriff in town starting tomorrow. Yeah? How many pistols is she holding? I don't, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, so Elon Musk is like this weird thing where it's like, I watch, so, so no Hyperloop, fuck you. No boring company, fuck you. Teslas don't work. And that fucking door handle, every time I get a fucking Uber that's a fucking Tesla, um, why did you make your fucking door handle a fucking Rubik's Cube, jerk off? It makes no sense. Why does it open that way? There's no it is silly. Yeah. However, Starlink, good product. Uh, 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 the fact that he can land a rocket, fantastic. Um, this was pretty cool. You don't see a lot of people. It's literally like, I don't. I bought this for a hobby, and people gave me money because I tricked them into giving me money for this thing that's never going to make money. That's I have no money. hate towards them. Yeah, I th- I just thought that was pretty cool. That just be like, go fuck yourself. I don't need your fucking money. I'm. He'll be s- fine. Yeah, he's the second richest man in the world. Like, even after buying Twitter for $44 billion. Um, 
You gonna say something, Mike? I saw something last week. He's number one again. Is he? What yeah. happened to Bezos? No, no, no. Bezos is three. Who's, it's uh, two. Arnold. Oh, the Mexican telecom guy. No, 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 no. no. That's a uh, Slim something or other. Carlos Slim. This was uh, Arnold. Is the guy who owns like, um, like a bunch of different uh, high end uh, like French liquors, like Dom Perignon and shit. What? Yeah. And like Hennessy. Yeah. I'll look it up. How is he now, the but that's richest that's man? money on the books. We're not talking about a obviously bunch of the, the Saudis Saudi. are the richest people in the yeah. world. Yeah, Saudis probably Putin is number three or something. Fucking Xi Jinping probably fairly rich. Like if you own a culture and people, you're can probably- I tell you? Uh, I've told you this before. I've never said on the uh, the joke I wrote for the uh, the unnamed uh, corporate gig I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you know this? The corporate gig I wrote on? I'm assuming I know the unnamed corporate gig. The Margot Robbie thing? No, I don't know anything about I this. wrote on a corporate gig, and uh, it was uh, they, uh, a comedian was roasting all these hedge fund billionaires at a ski resort last year. Every, everybody can figure this out. I don't care. It, it's fun. Yeah, I'm here roasting these hedge fund billionaires. <laughs> and I wrote on it, and they said uh, before them was Margot Robbie. And in the audience was the Saudi royal family. So the joke I wrote was, give it up for uh, Margot Robbie. Uh, how great was it watching the Saudis sit through a 10 after they just paid for 9-11? <laughs> That's a good joke, man. I don't know how they would like not just... I called it. my dad to tell him that one. <laughs> I think it's the first 9-11 joke my, my dad ever laughed at. It's pretty good. Oh, I'm glad you got him. All right, let's move on. We got to wrap this up in a second, but let's talk about this halal cart fucking screaming match with with, with former State Department official, Mike. Yeah, I know he was uh, he was an aide to Obama in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, Not sure if it was with somebody was posting this thing. What's his name? Uh, Sankowitz. The guy's name? Yeah, Seldowitz. Stuart Seldowitz. Stuart Seldowitz. Former advisor to the White House who used to advise Obama on foreign policy. Okay. Three-time winner of the State Department's Superior Honor Award. I don't know what that would mean. Super- the State Department should not be giving out honor awards. They just murder brown people. Well, that's apparently what this guy was great at. You want to watch the video? Yeah, let's take a look. My friends in immigration. Really? Okay, go, yeah. And to the Egyptian, uh, the Muhabarat wants your picture. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, all caught with barbecue sauce? This you guy's a fuck quality immigrant. Hmm? What the fuck's wrong with this guy? No, I don't know. You don't know? I just speak English. No? Yeah, go, go. Muhammad in, in Egypt will get your parents. Go, go, go. Does yeah. your father like his fingernails? They'll, they'll take them out one by one. What a crazy fucking flex. Go, go, go. Why should I go? Why should I go? Tell me why I should go. I'm standing here. I'm an American. I have free, I, it's a free country. It's not like Egypt. So, first first problem with this is this guy works for the State Department and is wearing a hoodie with a blazer. That's not a good look. So, first of all, this is a whole old guy. His job is to call Italian kids the N-word when they're drunk. Yes, that is basically, that's 40% of his job. It, it is a major part of his job when a drunk Italian guy comes up, say my N-word, and then the guy calls my N-word because it's his N-word pass for the night. Yeah, yeah. It's called this Arab guy, the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a, a thing about it. As long it. as he doesn't say sand first, he's fine. Yes. Because that, that's, that's what a drunk 
halal card is for. Yeah, that's true. Is to yell horrible things while you're on a line after you got out of a bar. That is, yeah, that's vaguely true. That is true. So this guy. I mean, I live in Bay Ridge. So that's that's what it's in for. Bay Ridge. That is a hundred percent. By the way, for. how good was the card? Remember the time I made you go to the 86th Street card? Oh yeah, it was great. It was very good. <laughs> it's a good fucking. It is weird how some of them are good and some of them are subpar. I made Chris drive 16 blocks away from my apartment. To go to the good halal. To we go to the good. Four. We passed four. Yeah. Oh, at least four yeah. to go to the good one, <laughs> which has three around it <laughs> on every other corner. But you got to know which one to go to. That's fucking great. I, I love that they're, they've they've really carved out a niche. But this guy. Do you think this guy was fucked up, or do you think he's just an asshole? He looks drunk, but he also was probably an asshole. Be, like he's you just got, a jerk off. You got to be pretty. Fuck, I think you got to be drunk to threaten a random person who's filming you and you used to work for the State Department with getting his uncle's fingernails removed. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. And also, you got to be pretty drunk to think you can do it with a photo. Yeah, I watched a, a lady in a deli before uh, Trump got elected scream at the, the Arabs in the deli, when Trump's elected, you're all going back to your fucking country. And they were all filming her and laughing. Uh, so I think it's something silly. He's probably fucked up. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a fucking douche. Yeah, just a fucking rich. And by the way, halal cart, very noble profession. I think so. They were out there right after 9-11. I like to yeah. think that it's the halal cart is what kept the peace in New York. Yeah, we can't ever hate Muslims that much. Yeah. Because the only, if no you're hungry dogs. at 2 a.m. Yeah. There's no hot dogs. There's it's a Jim Jeffries one. He's like, how could all hate Arabs? Oh, I like eating late at night. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, I do think. Because you 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 want to be anti Arab and then you go, yeah, but goddamn that white sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, they're op- they have a store that's open that I can get beer at right yes. now. Where I also will be called the N word. <laughs> Where I will also be called the N word. And the, dude, I used to talk to this dude from Yemen, and he would sit there and just read the. He knew everything about hip hop. It was like crazy how much he knew about. Because we sit there and read all the magazines all day. And so he read. He would read the source in like double XL every fucking time they came out. He would read like Feds and all these fucking hood magazines. He knew every fuck, and it was just like he'd come in and he'd be like, "Yo, you see this thing with Beanie Siegel, and he's gonna shoot this guy." And I go, "No, I have not seen that. I have other things to do. Uh, you just sit in this store." The old, the my old bodega, the one they called him Mister Bush, because I had how much Bush beer, how many Bush? They used to have two dollar Bush forties. Oh yeah, you're gonna drink that. And they called me Mister Bush. He used to have secret cigarettes under the counter. Okay. That were unmarked. That were five dollars a pack. Oh yeah, a lot of stores will do that. Yeah, they'll give you the secret cigarettes, or they'll give you. See, uh, that's why Arabs are the. You either go in and they're having some type of meeting where there's like seven dudes and that stop talking when you walk in. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I interrupted. They're planning something. Yeah. Whenever they have like a new Arab friend that doesn't know you, they pretend they don't know you, which I don't like. But otherwise, they're Other, cool. But once you're cool with them, yeah, they're the best. The fucking dudes upstairs. In the little oh, head shop? Oh, yeah, I'm sure those guys are fine. I came in the other day to buy mushroom chocolate bars, and it was a new guy behind the counter. I'm like, hey, man, do you have uh, the mushroom chocolates? He's like, no, we would not carry these. No, why? And then the other, the regular one comes out from the back, and they like, aka, aka, aka at each other for a second. And he goes, my friend, I am so sorry. I did not know you're a friend of the store. And just all these mushrooms came down off the fucking top shelf. Well, it's also, it's, it's also funny that, like, an old Arab man would not know what mushrooms are unless he was selling mushrooms. Yes, 100%. Like, that's just how that works. Fucking, and also, that's how I got to... I just walked into a fucking Arab store once, and they were like, you ever chukat? And I go, what the fuck is that? They go, it's very popular in Egypt, and it's just a coca leaf 
You like wad it up in your fucking face. They're like, this is our drug that we do. And I go, oh, that's how you work 16 hours. Yep. At a fucking bodega. You're just chewing on this like mild stimulant all fucking day. My favorite ever, well, they opened a new uh, bodega by my old apartment. And I needed, I was out of Altoids. Uh-huh. So I'm on my way to the train. I go in. I'm like, hey, man, you got Altoids? And he just looks at me and goes, no. And he's smoking a cigarette behind the counter. This is like the last couple of years. I went, you have mints of any kind? And he goes, ugh, and waved me out of the store. And I went, oh, there's no way they sell anything here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I- is a space for a meeting that I am not privileged to. To, to tie it all together, uh, my, one of my favorite interactions I've ever had in a Chinese restaurant, uh, I was served chicken wings that still had feathers in them. And I'm looking at these chicken wings, and I'm going, I, I'm maybe 12, 13, something like that. And I go, hey, my chicken wings have feathers in them. And the guy's just cleaning a 9 millimeter at the fucking counter. And he goes, so? <laughs> so? Yeah, he goes, so? And I go, I guess I'm going to eat these feathers. <laughs> it was all my food money. Uh, that has been Notes of a Goon. Uh, I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. Mike, are you good? No, Chris, I'm great. Okay. Zach? I'm great, man. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you for having me. I love you. Good night, boys. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Little girl